0: I see with my own naked eye I got to cut the cord and fall away that instinct just on please Dumois has the whole what story Did, say did about you it? hear what Dumois du said Who is it Oh can you believe this blind item Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago And they mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I, du I cannot believe what I just read about Duma I need du more I need to hear more Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking to return guest and celebrity psychic medium, Jonathan Mark. Jonathan uses his gift to provide closure to families affected by tragedy and helps out law enforcement with major cold cases. We're touching on some pop culture updates, and Jonathan gets into some timely true crime cases, including Shanquella Robinson, the death of Tamla Horsford, the disappearance of Michael Vaughn, and the Murdaw family murders. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You, You would need that. Yeah, saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this, spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to SpotPet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit SpotPetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food. With whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value, just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Do You. This week, we're talking to returning guest and celebrity psychic medium, Jonathan Mark. Hi, Jonathan.
1: Hi. How are you?
0: Good. We were just talking before um, we started recording. Tell everyone how many cases. (laughs) It's so crazy. (laughs) You've had sent to you right now.
1: Probably over 350 uh, different cases worldwide.
0: That is so wild.
1: Yeah, it's, like, super overwhelming, and I'm so grateful that people, like, trusted me to do it. I'm trying my best to literally get through all of them. It's just so much.
0: And, like, is it so – we talked about this last time, but it is it so physically and mentally draining?
1: Yeah, it it's both. Like, the mental part's starting to catch up to me a little bit because it's talking about such, like, horrific deaths all the time, and then tapping in just takes a lot out, out of me, too.
0: Oh, God. Are you going to be able to like relax for the holiday, for <laughs> Thanksgiving, or do you have to work?
1: Um, I'm going to try, but it seems like I'm going to be pulled into a few pretty big cases. So I don't think so. I think I'll be working.
0: Now, there's one case that was requested that we speak about that you're not allowed to speak about. So I'm assuming you're helping on this case, and that's the Idaho murders.
1: Yeah, I can't like confirm nor deny that, but, um, Yeah. I just can't speak about it.
0: Okay, that's fair, but I had to bring it up because I tweeted to my audience like which cases they were most interested in and the Idaho murders came up a lot. So I don't want people to think that I was ignoring the request. I did ask. Yeah, I did ask you to speak about them and you said you couldn't. And for anyone who doesn't know what happened, um it was a quadruple homicide. In Idaho, four students got murdered. They were sleeping in a house, I think off campus, and it's an open investigation. So I just want you guys to know I saw your requests. Unfortunately, we can't speak about it, but I guess if Jonathan is or is not helping on the case, <laughs> just keep following. Maybe there'll be some breakthroughs in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so before we get started, I just want to update you guys on a couple things um, that you've requested updates on. I posted a whole series, I don't know if you saw it, Jonathan, on celebrity feuds and hookups. I did. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't expecting you to say yes. Um, (laughs) Okay, so basically somebody said, you know, it would be interesting to have the audience like submit celebrity feuds and celebrity hookups. So I put the question box out there, but people who answered didn't indicate what was a feud and what was a hookup. So it was kind of like a guessing game. Anyway, there were four submissions that I went back and I asked the submitters to give more information about. So I'm just going to quickly go over those four before we get into um, the cold cases. Um, the first one that you guys really wanted to know about is somebody submitted that the cast of Emily in Paris are feuding. I'm sorry to report that the person who submitted that was just a fan, but this is their take. And I'm sure fans of the show already know this, but I'll just read what they responded because I was like, do you have more information? You know, like everyone wants to know. Um, This is what they said. What I know comes entirely from fan accounts of both Emily and Paris and of the cast. So I'm definitely not an insider. From what I've seen and read sometime during season three, Lucas Bravo unfollowed a lot of the other cast members. And this seemed strange because during the filming of the first two seasons, they were all really close. Then, while he was doing press for Ticket to Paradise, Lucas seemed to clam up when asked about Emily in Paris and would quickly change the subject. I hope they're all still friends and the show will go on, but I guess time will tell. So if anyone has any information, I guess, about why Lucas Bravo is allegedly beefing with the rest of the cast, maybe that's easier to pinpoint, that it has to do with him. So if anyone has any information let me know, DM me, I will post. The second one was somebody said that Cecily Strong and Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live were feuding. And I asked the person to elaborate and they said, so I think it's all water under the bridge now. But when they worked on weekend update together, I heard that Cecily did not like working with Colin at all. I don't have the specifics on why, but in general, I've heard he can be a major asshole. It's been a while, so possible he's changed his ways since then. I don't know. But she requested off of the weekend update in part because of him. Do you watch Saturday Night Live? I do. Do you think it's still funny?
1: Um, I don't know if this is going to be like a bad take, but no. I, I think it's starting not to become as funny as it used to be.
0: Yeah, I don't watch. Um, I feel like I don't know. It was it used to be so good and so funny, and just like the little clips that I've seen, I just don't think it's funny. So I don't really yeah, watch anymore.
1: I kind of like stopped watching it, but I do watch. Like I'll watch here and there, or I'll watch the clips, and I'm just not like intrigued with it as I used to be, like or find it funny.
0: Yeah. The next feud I want to address is something that you guys ask about in the Q&A literally every single week, and it's why Minka Kelly and Mandy Moore are not friends anymore. And I never had an answer for you, but I do now. Um, And my answer comes from a very, very reliable source. So hopefully um, this answer will put any questioning of their friendship to rest. Um, There's no drama. Nothing happened between them. Um, Minka moved. Minka moved from California. I think she lives in New York. So it's just distance. And they are actually still really close friends. They just don't show it on Instagram, which I think is a really great lesson for us all because I think that when people track celebrity activity on social media they start to theorize like things that are going on in their life but social media is not always what's really going on in real life so that's all there is there's no drama they're still friends they still talk they still text it's just offline and that's it nothing happened i'm sorry i'm sorry it's <laughs> not it's not dramatic but um, I think that people's minds always go to the worst case scenario. Like they got in a fight or there was a riff or something happened. Nothing, nothing of that sort. Um, So that's it for them. And the last one that a lot of people asked about was Daniel Levy and Oscar Isaac. Somebody just submitted their name with no context. And I did go back and ask the person, but unfortunately, um, I can't elaborate. I'm sorry. So take that as you will. But I can't elaborate. Um, okay. Let's get into the cold cases. So the first case I would like to speak about is Shanquella Robinson. Shanquella was in Cabo with her friends for vacation at the end of October. And she landed in Cabo, was there for a day. And the next day, her friends contacted her family to say that she had passed away from alcohol poisoning. Wow. Yeah. Since then, there has been a video that has been circulating online of Shanquella in a hotel room getting beat up by her friends. It look. I mean, it's it's very disturbing. I saw a clip of it. Um, it's very hard to watch. Their faces in the video are blurred. There's a lot of like blurring so you can't like really see what's going on but it looks like that she is getting beaten and the autopsy has come back saying that she actually had died of a broken neck. It wasn't alcohol poisoning. So there's a lot of videos going around you know two things that I find interesting. You know first of all like justice for this woman who she is from North Carolina and I actually I saw a video on TikTok that, you know, she was a well-known braider. Like, she did braids um, for kids and for adults. And, you know, she was just very well-loved and well-liked. Um, you know, why did this happen? It's very, very odd that she would go away on a trip to Mexico with people who she thought were friends. And then she winds up getting allegedly beaten to death.
1: Now, was she beaten to death by her friends?
0: Yeah, it's, like, in the video.
1: Oh, wow. Um, Because the first thing that I see is, besides the broken neck, which I guess it's, um, I guess the same thing. But she's saying, like, when someone holds the back of their head, it's typically a blunt force trauma to the back of the head as well. Um, It's not like someone slipped and fell. This is, like, literally a blunt force trauma. I also see, as well as, um, and I hope who's um do you know who bernie or bernard is because she keeps flashing yes that's th- her dad okay because she keeps flashing his name at or that name at me that's um,
0: weird okay yes that's her dad
1: because she's saying that he's the one who's like actively trying to get like and i'm sure many people are and that's like you know or t- he's trying to get justice and maybe he's like the face of what's going on currently with all this stuff, like him speaking out and all that. I will say this from what she's showing to me is a lot of this was a, there's a difference between a planned murder and just a, unfortunately like a spontaneous murder. And this was very planned. I see like this wasn't a random act of violence from what she's showing to me, but I see that uh, the male Bernard is going to be, such an active role of getting everything situated and closed.
0: Okay. This is very bizarre because you had told me before we recorded that you had not heard of this case.
1: Yeah. And again, I'm sorry to anyone that, you know, is following this case. I just get inundated with so many cases that I, I'm not, I didn't really know about this case, like at all.
0: Um, the reason I am asking and wanting you to tell everyone that you really had nothing, you really had no knowledge about this case, is because literally everything that you just said um, is in this New York Post article that I'm looking at right now. It says on Saturday, Shanquella's father Bernard Robinson said that he believed the attack was a setup. Because his daughter was not one to get involved in fights. This is a quote from Bernard. They attacked her, man. This ain't like some, my daughter was asleep, man. For all of them to be in that room. And then, you know, they come in there like, no, she woke up or whatever. The way it seems like they attacked her, man. The grief stricken dad told TMZ. Um, So that is very in line to what you saying now you're tapping into Shanquella right now is what you're trying to say
1: yeah I, I am she's I mean like the best way I can explain it is she's just showing to me like it was a planned like attack like I said it wasn't anything that was spontaneous to her so like that's like the biggest thing that I think people need to note with this that it wasn't just a random person coming in and choosing her like this was planned
0: is she giving you any indication of why they would have planned this? She
1: is. N- she actually is not. She's just trying to show me that like, you know, the people that think that it was a random act of violence is going about it completely
0: the wrong way. Is she telling you anything else of note?
1: Not like too much. Like I would probably get way more specifics if I spoke to like someone in her family with, with things so I can connect with the family like I do for cases.
0: Okay, so if if this gets back to Bernard Robinson, her father, um, he could reach out to you.
1: A hundred percent. Yes.
0: You were able to tap into her rather quickly.
1: Yeah. It's because her death is just, uh, it's it's unfortunate and, and all deaths are pretty tragic, but hers is, for my opinion, like a little bit more tragic because people think or thought that it was a random act and people, and also just based on like, the way that it came through she doesn't not that she doesn't i i don't know her but she seems like a like it doesn't seem like she was violent like there's a difference between people who are violent or not when i read them or when their energy comes through and she doesn't seem violent really at, at all or have any violence in her
0: yes that's what all the reports about what type of person she is are, are saying um i think her mother i saw a clip of her mother speaking to the news um, and like I said earlier, other people who were from the same area as her um, say the same. Now, I will say that I saw a TikTok that one of her quote unquote friends who were in Mexico with her were trying to... Pro- I don't know how accurate this is. It was just a TikTok. I didn't really investigate further. We're trying to profit off her tragedy by charging people to see her live discussing her side of the story so oh my god I'm really curious like what the people who she was in Mexico with have to say about the situation I mean if you saw the video I mean they're clearly hitting her
1: I haven't seen it at all and I'm like kind of nervous to see it just because like it's it sounds like hor, like absolutely horrible like it
0: it is horrible and I, I I also wonder why there would like who would video that
1: Yeah, that is a little strange for someone to videotape like that whole incident.
0: I mean, maybe there was somebody else in the group that was not involved in the, you know, physical part of the attack that was like, let me video it because this is terrible.
1: Yeah. And that's just as bad, too, when people do that and they don't speak up or don't do anything like I think that's not great to do.
0: Everyone's saying justice for Shanquella. So I guess is she giving you like any indication of like she wants to see these people pay for their crimes? Obviously. I mean, I'm asking an obvious question. I'm just <laughs> wondering like how we could help, how we could help, Yeah, you know, no.
1: How- I mean, the best way, I will offer my services to anyone that's involved in that. So anyone who wants to reach out that's actually involved in it. They can absolutely reach out, and I'll make myself available for them anytime. That's
0: really, really nice yeah, of, of you to say. Thank yeah, Thank you. it's such a tragic – I mean, God, I, I didn't want to watch the video. I see a still of it, um, but then I realized the video was playing at the top of the article. And if anyone wants to look it up, I'm looking at an article in the New York Post from yesterday, November 21st. Um, but it's terrible. It's terrible that this happened to this young she was young I think she was like 25 years old oh my god so terrible that that happened and you know I have to also I want to say that a lot of the videos online which I think is really important um were saying in regards to her to her death um you never know who your friends are yeah Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss, the slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. medication costs are separate. That's R-O dot C-O slash D-E-U-X. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. But they're not your friend. And somebody else they were bringing up um, that something similar happened to was Tamla Horsford. Have you heard of her?
1: No. I have no idea who that is.
0: Okay. Let me see if you can get any insight into this. Um, Because this was also a crazy, crazy story. Um, Very mysterious. So um, this woman, Tamla was discovered dead in the backyard of her friend's home in Georgia where she had been attending a slumber party with other football moms the night before. So I guess, you know, um, it was a bunch of moms who had kids who played football. They did like a little fun, like boozy slumber party. Okay. There's like a picture from the night.
1: Oh, okay. um,
0: so it looked it looked amicable. Like it didn't look like anything crazy. I'll just read you guys like a summary of exactly what happens. And then, Jonathan, you could see if you could tap into anything that went down. Um okay. Tamla arrived at the slumber party at 10 p.m. on November 3rd in 2018. Attendees drank, watched football, and played Cards Against Humanity. There were also three men in the house. According to witnesses, Tamla got up at 2 a.m. to smoke a cigarette on the back porch. The next morning at 7.30 a.m., the homeowner's aunt, found tamla lying face down and motionless underneath the porch oh my god that's it's like crazy. did someone push her like did she fall like i feel like if she fell and they found her they you would, would have called not 9- yeah you would yeah. hear it and they would have called 911
1: yeah the one thing which is similar unfortunately to the last death that i see is when someone grabs their head it has there's like some type of head trauma that's involved um I'm just explaining to you guys what I see when I do reading. So you guys like, know. just because like people are, are always questioning. And when someone shakes a pill bottle in front of me, typically what it means is someone who did like extracurricular activities, besides like maybe drinking or smoking, you know, weed or something, What whatever that extracurricular activity could be. It doesn't look like she just fell. I will definitely say that to you. Like the way that's coming through to me just kind of looks like when when i tap in and someone keeps tapping their head it's like a blunt force trauma to the head and it also looks like um i guess it's i'm very bad with body parts besides like the head and stuff but it's like the lower part of like your stomach area it's like um where like your hips are and all like, that, like in the
0: front of your body or in the back of your body
1: it looks like um from like your it's kind of like under like your chest down to your hips. Like I don't know.
0: In the Uh, front though or in the back? Because I think there's like different organs.
1: No, it's not an organ. It's like the part of the body. Um there's the quads and then like the torso area, I guess. Like I see that part was also heavily injured as well. It's just like the torso spot. So like for the people who think she like fell and for the people who may think that like I don't see that like I don't see being of like a like a random fall like that's just like the injuries that I see is just a little too much for like a fall I guess but you, it's just interesting because I know you mentioned she was probably drinking you know having the boozy like sleepover and stuff but I also see there's extracurricular activities besides like the drinking or just smoking weed too that
0: okay you know what you're right. Um the toxicology screening found a blood alcohol level of 0. .238 and traces of THC and Xanax.
1: Oh god. Okay.
0: At the time of her death. So So she was doing You were you were right.
1: Okay, yeah. So then she was definitely doing like some stuff that would probably like would probably make her like be like such an easy target for anyone honestly if she's doing all that but i just see from what i can tap into it's just the head and like that torso area or like that that area around the torso was just heavily damaged heavily heavily damaged and the same goes out what we spoke about last case if anyone from that family hears this and wants any help like i'm going to make myself available for that family member As well, so I can give like clear and concise answers for them and for law enforcement for everyone to help them. So anyone who's involved, please reach out.
0: Um, Yes, and you know I was letting you talk because I wanted to see like how accurate. (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding, Jonathan. I believe everything you say, but they. (laughs) No, I appreciate that. (laughs) The sheriff's the sheriff's (laughs) office said that she did. Um, endure multiple blunt force injuries and they're saying like the sheriff's office I guess you know thought that because she was drunk or whatnot, that that is what caused her to fall and she fell 14 feet which oh, wow. is significant
1: that is, that is very significant and also I'm assuming if it's a 14 foot fall there's something to really prevent that like from like by like a fence or or like a barrier or something obviously if you're drunk and you're doing your thing but it doesn't I don't know I just don't know I'm not convinced that it was like a fall if that makes sense like I'm just not convinced that she just like walked over and just fell so that's why I want to offer my services out to the uh, family so I can kind of give them like a clear and concise answer
0: well, let me tell you this. The case was closed in 2019 oh, and it no. was ruled as an accidental death. And obviously, you know, a lot of people and I'm sure her family were not happy with that. Um, yeah. But, you know, the sheriff's office was just like it was a party. They were drinking. She was drinking. Most of the people had gone to bed at that time. Yeah. And She was she was on the deck alone. So it was like a deck. I saw a picture of it at the time. Oh. It was it was a raised deck. And it had a railing.
1: Oh, it did. So
0: okay. I'm, pre- yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Like it had a railing. It was 14 feet up. Um, it was a raised deck. So I, any any idea of like who, if she was pushed, could have pushed her and why?
1: I don't actually like I don't have an idea that's why I, I wanted to read like someone from the family so I can right. really get like like those answers because they probably know like best to who was there and people that came and went and like that were like important in her life or people that she was feuding with and stuff so I can like help out with in that
0: let me just also mention that in 2020 2020- Sheriff Ron Freeman sent a letter requesting that the case be reopened mm-hmm. by the yeah. GBI. He stated that the wow. investigation was best undertaken by an independent law enforcement group. So That's it sounds like the um, sheriff's department in the town where it happened didn't do such a great job investigating. And they kind yeah. of just like, you know, closed the case. Um, mm-hmm. This is so crazy. OK, so then on July July 2021, the GBI concluded their reinvestigation, ultimately deciding not to pursue criminal charges. It sounds like they don't have anyone to pin to pin it on.
1: Right. And it it probably seems like which a lot like how a lot of cases either go like unsolved or cold or whatever. It's like when they don't have a like a direction or a clear like any type of new direction. It, they just close the case like it's, it's hard for them. And especially with if a, like a sheriff's office or a police department is very small in like a small town, like they don't have resources to really investigate a lot. What I've noticed from like doing cases like all across the country in smaller towns. So that could also play a huge part in it, too. It's like not having the resources to do things.
0: Well, I hope that somebody hears this and you're able to connect with a family member because, me too. you know, this one seems particularly unjust that they kind of just, you know, wash their hands in it and said it was a party like no yeah. one was around. She was drinking. She had this blood alcohol level, you know, right. of such and such like. It's it doesn't like an, seem seem like it was properly investigated.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like if someone sees like an accidental overdose or there's drugs in someone's system, it's really easy for like people just to be like they were on drugs, they were a drug addict or they were doing drugs like that's kind of what happened. So like I've seen that too with families where like they, the um, victim had drugs in their system and whoever was investigating it was just like yeah, this person did drugs and it is what it is kind of like that so that's why i think it's very like similar scenarios and that's why i would love to help out if i can
0: okay well if anyone can connect jonathan to Tamla horseford's family um please do so people were bringing up her name because of shanquella
1: yeah because no, of the friend of thing again
0: like you don't know who your friends are you think you're in a safe environment
1: but you and- don't
0: know Yeah, you don't know you
1: just like don't know that's what's like and and you don't know if someone's having like a bad day and like you're just in the wrong place wrong time and someone takes it out it's just like crazy that like people always have to be like semi-alert like all the time
0: i mean well i hope you know whether or not your friends like could be murderers like it's (laughs) just so crazy to me
1: yeah i i agree
0: (laughs) same with like those cases where like you hear about um like newlyweds who go on their honeymoon and then like the wife never returns and there's always yeah. like some crazy Are you working on any cases like that? I feel like there was a couple of those kind of cases out there.
1: Um I not not recently, but I did work on one like a year or two ago where it was a similar situation where they went on their honeymoon and you know the wife did not come back. And it was like a really weird like Like case because like they were on their honeymoon and they declared it as something else but they were saying that like so they declared her drowning and she was on the swim team in college so like it didn't make sense and they were in calm waters so it wasn't like there was like an undertow or a riptide because there was also other people that were swimming in the same water like not too long before them and stuff. So I've worked on it. That's the only case that I can remember, like semi recently that I've worked on that was like that. And it's like such a like scary and like weird thing to think about, like going on your honeymoon. And then like that, like, you know, it's like a crazy thing.
0: No, it's so crazy. Like (laughs) here's this man or woman that you've married and you trust them. Right. And you're supposed to be like a happy time in your life. And you just like, don't return.
1: Right, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Um, okay, the next case I want to talk about is Michael Vaughn. and just a little heads up to anyone who, you know, might not want to listen to this portion of the podcast. It's about a missing five year old boy. So if you, um, you know, if that's sensitive for you to listen to, you could fast forward. Um, but Michael Vaughn was from Idaho. Another case in Idaho. That's weird. Which, it is weird. Um, he was from Fruitland, Idaho, and he was last seen in July of last year when he left his house in the rural community of Fruitland to find and play with his friends. His mother was working and her husband was home organizing dinner and neither were aware that he had snuck out. I mean, five years old is like pretty young. Very. very, um, very young. So he snuck out and the mother said she later learned that he had gone to three neighbors houses but never returned oh
1: my god okay yeah. so
0: are you getting anything
1: i am um so he he was found correct because or something because i see like something was found on his end from what i see which is like I'm happy for the parents, maybe, but they keep also, which is also super weird. They keep showing me an S-sounding name. Like he keeps drawing an S, saying someone with an S name yes. is involved. Yes, in, yes, you're right. In this,
0: whoa, Jonathan! Um, oh my god! I, I, it's better when you don't know because then when you get you get these tips and it's right. It it's very freaky okay yes keep going I'm gonna let you talk and then I'm gonna say what it is okay (laughs) you're right Um, yes you're correct
1: there's just like an s sounding name that's being underlined saying I don't know if this person did it or knew something about him or something but this person is a pretty key factor to what happened to this really young boy which my heart breaks for and I just see that I don't like. I don't know if this person's in jail or going to be in jail or something with the S yes, sounding name. you're right. But, um, Do you want me to tell
0: you? I feel like I'm torturing you because I'm like, <laughs> no, not telling no. you. You're right.
1: Yeah, no, no, you don't have to tell me yet because I just okay. want to can. I just want to see what else comes through, and then you can tell me. Um, I just see she's either in jail or going to be in jail, or like, like they know who this S person is, and or this S sounding name, and it just. Yeah, he keeps putting long hair. So I'm assuming it's a female if he's putting long hair in front of me. Um, But, yeah, that's basically all I can get just from tapping in without talking to anyone.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that's very accurate. So um, this actually happened. I mean, he went missing last year. Um, Oh, this is recent too. Oh wow. Yeah, he went he went missing in July of 2021, and it just was reported that investigators are excavating a backyard where 35 year old Sarah Wondra lives with her partner Stacy Wondra. Okay, so they that's the S right there. Okay. Um. So Sarah Wondra was arrested. Over the weekend, a couple weeks ago, in connection to Vaughn's possible death and charged with failure to report a death.
1: Oh, my God. So
0: it says prosecutors said in her arraignment on Monday, this was a couple weeks ago, that she failed to notify law enforcement of the death of Vaughn with intent to prevent discovery of the manner of death. So it sounds like they did find something. In her backyard and she's not disclosing what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any indication of what could happen? Could have happened to this little boy. I mean, I I don't even know. Did he, did he know this woman? It's very, it's unclear unless I'm just. um...
1: Yeah. I'm not getting, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not getting too much about like on that end, like if he knew them or not, but I can definitely say like the, he keeps like that, like when I try to tap into him, he keeps underlining the S name saying like this person has like ample amount of information or ample amount of something to help like move along this case and to kind of give answers to the family and give some type, and there's no type of closure, but maybe on the path to closure. And, you know, I'm going to say what I said for all the other cases. If anyone in that family wants to reach out, please do.
0: That's really, really, again, very nice of you. I know that your um, caseload is like crazy right now. Um, yeah, it's like it's very unclear. I'm reading this one specific article. It's very unclear if she had anything to do with the death. She's saying that she doesn't. She said, "Well, she's not. She's not necessarily saying that." There was a quote that, from her saying, "I understand what police have said. It's not correct."
1: Yeah. I just see she has information that she's withholding. I That's what I can definitely see for sure. Like there's information that she's not sharing. Like it's basically like when sometimes people try to protect people or protect someone. It's like, and I'm not saying she's trying to protect like, you know, the family. It's just, she's just, you know, she's just not sharing information. And I know and I can see she has more Im- information to share.
0: Um, Now, I will say that there's this part of the article that says um, in the months since Vaughn's disappearance, Fruitland police and other investigators have been looking for information about a Honda Pilot. Oh, wow. Seen in the boys' neighborhood the evening he was reported missing. Um, There's no connection between that van and the house where the excavating is taking place though. So that's like a very odd. That is part of it. Are you getting anything on why they would be looking for this? I
1: think it's kind of what he was saying before. It's like trying to protect someone. Like when the person's not sharing information to protect someone, like that's what I'm assuming what I was like tapping into, but as far as, like, the car thing for what I'm getting, I don't really see too much with that. And that's why, like, if I was to read someone from the family, it would just – it would be really right. helpful.
0: Right, right, right. Um, So sad. So yeah, terrible. That's,
1: cr- that's crazy. I didn't even know that happened a year ago. That's so sad.
0: Well, I mean, how many children go missing? A lot. There must be so many missing I children.
1: I get a lot. I get a lot of people that, like – like you know missing children and like young adults and stuff and it's it's crazy
0: it must be so sad to work on those cases
1: it's it's horrible because and especially when it's someone like this uh what's his name Michael or Michael yes yeah a, 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 especially when it's someone like him who, who's five years old like my I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around to like try and like do because I'm just so sad because of how young they are and especially him too it's like crazy.
0: Now, last time we talked about John mm you didn't really know a lot about John Bonet Ramsey.
1: No. I the only thing I knew is that it was a fairly public like situation and like people are like I didn't realize how much of a cult following people are with this case until after, but, but until
0: after our podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Until after our podcast. But now, you know, just seeing the cult following. Yeah. I saw that come up not too long ago and I was just like, oh my God. Like, you know, that's kind of like, it's sad too to kind of rebring up, but yeah, since our episode, I've noticed that there's a cult following with it
0: yeah i tried to i tried to tell you i think i even said to you like i asked your age because it could be from like a specific generation that was obsessed with it when it happened um so i would think that people who are a little bit younger might not be you know as well versed in how how it swept the nation Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right, you don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less, I know I never do, And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. And what about the other case that actually people were tweeting me about, but we talked about on our last podcast episode, um, was Maura Murray
1: i remember that one with us talking about it um yeah she um she was in massachusetts right yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: i i i remember that one too that's also a a crazy one as well like after speaking about with you i did look at it because i had no idea and that was kind of crazy like reading she just
0: disappeared in in thin air
1: completely disappeared like, the one thing that I keep seeing every time, like, I do talk about it is it's, like, when someone runs away or tries to run away from, like, maybe a toxic relationship.
0: Yes, you said only- that. You did yeah. say that last time.
1: Yeah, that's, like, the thing I keep – that's, like, the reoccurring, like, theme that I keep seeing when I tap into the case. It's it's crazy. It's super, like, weird how she just disappeared completely.
0: She did. And for anyone who doesn't know, um, there is a documentary – the disappearance of Maura Murray, I think it's called. Um, and they do briefly touch on a potential relationship that she was in during that time that could have made her, you know, flee. Because, oh, just just for anyone who doesn't know, her car was found in New Hampshire, I believe, and she was living in Massachusetts. Um, so it was an ample drive. Wherever she was going, it was, you know, couple hours away from where she was and no one knew why she was going there and you're saying that it could have had to you know been related to a bad relationship
1: yeah kind of like when someone doesn't know what else to do when something's like extremely toxic and they just want to leave and you know get get away from it cuz they feel like that's their only option like that's kind of like what I've been picking up on it's like running away from a toxic relationship or trying to
0: Right, but her death was random. Like whoever took her, whoever hurt her. Correct. It wasn't someone that she knew.
1: No. It was just she from from what I see she was just running away from something and I don't know what happened with her car or yes, something. Something happened with she, her car. And then she got out and it's just like wrong place, wrong time.
0: Oh, see, but, those are the ones that are so hard for me to wrap my head around. Me that, too. Like, Right. Like, yeah. you know, the, the what the investigations that have to do with people who know each other, it's like, a, you know, there's history right. there's a story there, but a random kidnapping or murder like that's crazy. Are, to me. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. it's just it's crazy to even think that there are people that evil and horrible that, out there.
1: That's literally what I was thinking, too. It's like people are so evil mm-hmm. that like they that they can do that. And it's it's just wild to me. It's just absolutely wild to me.
0: Have you ever had to speak to somebody who was like convicted in a murder who sort of like never explained what happened trying to get more details?
1: Um I've I haven't but the the, the closest thing that I have with that is like when I'm pulled into a case from like a PI or someone and they have me do these different readings like someone lying saying like that they weren't at the scene or didn't know who did it and or their're like involvement and they're like lying to everyone and they have everyone convinced and then I have to pull like people aside and be like you really need to like press them and in this one instance recently they did and found out that this person was there and involved in it but he was lying the entire time about it. And so he was you like knew cooperating. He, you knew he was there. Yeah, because the person who's coming through was showing me like he was in the proximity of what was like of, of what happened. And when they do that, that means that they were there.
0: That's so crazy. You're like a human lie detector test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And> like, like <laughs> friend, the, the spirits are like telling you who's lying and who's not. Yeah. That's so crazy.
1: Yeah. I don't even think they were trying to tell me that they were he was lying. They were just explaining the situation right. and he was just in there. So like the fact that it was like I was seeing something completely different and he was saying something different. That's when I was like, I have to like tell them what I'm seeing like privately because I was doing the reading to this person. So I needed to like step out and like talk to them and like tell them, which was like super awkward. I was like, Oh, I need to get up and use the restroom. And then I walked out and talked to them and then sat back down, continued the reading, got up. And I found out about three weeks later that he was, you know, there. Like I said,
0: was he involved or just there?
1: He was just there, but it could have closed the investigation or helped out a lot sooner if he just mm. was being honest the entire time. Like that's what they are mad about was like the resources that they used, the amount of money and everything when he was cooperating with the entire team and was saying something completely different, like saying a whole different story.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's so crazy. God, your job is so crazy.
1: Yeah. It's uh. That's why I'm, like, getting so, like, overwhelmed and, like, burnt out from it just because it's it's just a little nutty to, like, constantly go, like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back with it. But I am forever grateful that I can help out, and, like, that's why I continue to push myself to do it.
0: Do you ever say, like, I'm going on vacation, like, out of office?
1: I try. I, I definitely try, and then I get calls. From people, and then I'm like, oh God, if I can help them, then I really should. I shouldn't not not do it. So I always cave and I always do it, whether I'm on vacation or not.
0: Yeah. Do you ever get asked or like pulled into an investigation, and nothing's coming through?
1: Knock on wood. Um, not not yet. Okay, I'm knocking. On, I'm yeah. knocking on wood. <laughs> <say> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want this to now all of a sudden jinx me. But no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I i haven't yet but um i i also think people have like a misconception of like you know when i get called in like people sometimes think i solve a case within one reading and it's like i don't even solve the case i just help them get a different direction and then the investigators and everyone they do they kind of like follow up with what i say and then they prove it because i can't like in the court of law what i say means nothing so, like, mm. they they need to be the ones to follow through with everything. And, like, so, like, I think people get, like, a big misconception of, like, when I sit down with one person, a case is solved. And it's, like, I right. wish it was like that. I right. wish, but it, it, it's not. I have to read multiple people, like, that are surrounding the case.
0: Now, when you get clues or, like, you know, when you're tapping into somebody who's passed, are they always, like in pictures or like in image format because you're always like they're showing me or is or do they ever tell you like do you do they ever like can you ever hear words
1: so I read through like imagery so I try to explain to people just like imagine a screenshot in your head Mm
0: -hmm. and it's
1: kind of like very fast to make like a mini story of like what happened Mm. so like they'll show me like a scene from a movie or a scene from something that I can relate to. And they'll flash it in my head very fast. So if I'm reading someone and my name comes up, they'll show me a picture of me in my head. And I'll be like, who's Jonathan? Like that. And like, that's how I'm able to see names and all that. So it's really through imagery and, I wish I could hear because I feel like my head wouldn't hurt as much after a reading if it right. wasn't because I have to pop Advil every time I'm done doing readings. Like I'm really? drenched in sweat. Yeah. Like it's, it's super unappealing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> super unappealing. That's why in like the readings I do, I always wear sweatshirts because I don't want people to see me sweat. So Interesting. yeah.
0: I, now, like, do you ever see the person like we were talking about Shanquilla? Did you see Shanquilla?
1: I didn't see her. I just saw like I it's hard it's so hard to explain cuz I like sometimes I can not not see them but like if there's like a facial feature or like a scar in the cheek or like a mole or something like they'll show it to me in my head but not so much them. Like when I do readings they'll just show me that if it's a male or female and things like like that like it's so hard to explain like i wish there was a camera in my head so i can show people yeah like i just i really wish because people ask me all the time like it's i get so stopped when i go to malls and people ask me they're like is there anything around me and like what exactly do you see like t- they're like tell me every detail and i was like jesus christ i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just bu- trying to buy a pair of shoes right now <laughs> like
0: <laughs> so you can't so can you see like spirits though like around somebody? if you're yeah. looking at them in person oh you yeah can.
1: yeah it, so it's 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 more so like they'll show me I mean I'll just tell people how I do reading so it's kind of like when I stare at someone and the energy steps forward I go by family tree so if the energy is over someone's shoulder it's a parent above them a grandparent next to them a sibling mm. and it kind of like how I how I taught myself with that was like where they line up immediately when they come through, like immediately is the relationship to the person. Cause it makes it a lot easier for me to like, see like who, who it is. But like when I go out in public or like, or whatever, I really stay away from doing that stuff just because I feel like when you do a reading, you're tapping into someone's personal life and it's like, you shouldn't, Like I don't want to be ex- not not exposing but saying anyone's personal stuff in public like I just would rather not and I'm also like drained from doing like a bunch of stuff so I'm just like I'm like oh no but that's kind of how I do it like immediately when I'm when I'm
0: out That makes sense. You'd rather do it in a more controlled setting. You're not just going to give somebody like a flyby reading.
1: Right. And I want it to be impactful. Like I don't want it to be like a stupid five minute thing where it's like I'd rather you sit down for like 15 minutes and just like, you know, give me your undivided attention and, you know, no distractions. And you don't because there's been many times where I where I used to do group readings where like locally when I was younger, and people would say that they were close with each other and then you would say something very personal and then they would say, no, no, no. And then as I'm walking out, they'll pull me aside and be like, I didn't want this person to know. So I, I oh. lie. so like now I'm just like, I'm not doing that anymore because it makes me look stupid in front yeah, of people. Yeah, no, 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 no,
0: totally. I totally, get that.
1: Yeah, so yeah, now, I totally get that. Yeah. So now I'm just a little bit more like, this is how I want to do it. Just for everyone's like, you know, people could feel comfortable. And don't have to worry about not telling the truth about family things.
0: Got it. Um, well, we're almost out of time, but I just wanted yes. to bring up one last case um, okay. that was tweeted to me. It's the sure. Murdow family murders. Um, this is uh, a documentary also. I think I don't I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what channel it's on, but um, I think it might be HBO. Somebody said it was so interesting I'm sure. and it took place in South Carolina. Margaret Murdow. And her son, Paul, were found dead on the 1700 acre property where the family has a hunting lodge. Now, the family was a very well known um, family of lawyers. Oh, wow. In South Carolina. And it's a crazy story with a lot of like twists and turns. Um, Like, their housekeeper died. Oh my it's God. very weird, which I wanted to ask you about um, because I don't think that they figured out what happened. Uh, let me tell you her name, okay? Maybe that will yeah. – this isn't even part of it. Like, it's the mother and son got murdered. But also during this whole thing, their housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield, died. Uh, Are you getting anything about that?
1: The, the only thing I will say that I'm getting is um, – I will say this, that when they put, and I'm just explaining to you again what I see just because um, a box around the family and squeezing it, like, you know, putting people within a box typically means that something, the person that either was involved or whatever was within like the close proximity of meaning like, you know. They were very close with the family, like extremely close, like very, 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 very close. Like not like it almost would seem like um, like a family member. OK, like it would seem like a family member maybe didn't do it, but had a part in it. So typically it's- when they show me that typically what it would mean is like and there is why I'm using this reference because they put movie references in my head. So guys, please don't like judge me on it. But like a hitman, you have mm-hmm. like like people that hire someone to do something. Like,
0: well, it's funny you say that, okay? Because I think, okay, that did happen in this case. Oh, it did? Yes, but not oh. with. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're you're. I think you're like crossing wires a little bit. So, okay, this case is crazy. Okay, I don't have time to go into the whole thing, but um, okay. So Gloria was the housekeeper. She had a trip and fall accident at the family's home. Okay. Um and no autopsy was done. So that kind of seemed shady. Now yeah. the hit the hitman aspect of it was the father. Oh, Jesus. Hired a hitman to oh, murder he- him after his wife and son were murdered so that his remaining alive sons could get the insurance money. But the hitman didn't yeah. succeed. He didn't die. The father lived. So that's, that's where I think.
1: Fucking crazy. Yeah.
0: That's where I think that you okay. were getting the hitman. Okay. Part. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. I just see when they're coming through, they're just showing that it was kind of like an orchestrated event, but also the person who orchestrated it was within like close proximity or like very close to the family or a family member and pointing when they point it's typically they would be hiring like a like a hitman or someone to do like their dirty work like that's all that i i picked up on but if if that's from what you're telling me the story that's absolutely fucking crazy <laughs> like, well I'm, yeah
0: i mean this story gets so much more you know twisted that's i just can't wild yeah i just My, can't i just can't get into it yeah uh, so no I let get me it. just let me just skip to the end okay. um at the end of this crazy story alex the father was indicted for the murders of his wife and oh son. he was
1: oh yes okay. but he
0: but he still he remains in, like he still is saying he's innocent got it there were a lot of he also had a lot of money problems he was um charged with i don't know if he was formally charged but he was accused of money laundering he was accused of um misappropriating funds so like you know there were issues within the family i just don't know i mean i guess my question to you is if he really did kill his wife and son and why he would do that it's just bizarre why the wife and son
1: yeah, that's that's like un, I I can't see if he like was actually the person who did it, but I the like they I keep getting shown the same thing, so it's I'm assuming that if they're continuously showing me the same thing that he had some type of part in it, whether he actually did it or not. And I'm sure if you're saying he had money issues, then insurance stuff probably that's why. Like I also see like that this family is also extremely well connected as well. Like, it is it, like
0: in their in their um yeah, in their town and it doesn't in seem area.
1: like this is a random like family. This seems like this family it wasn't. is a very well established, or just like the family name is just very well established. So I see it just goes in so many different directions than than that. Like it goes into like money stuff, like like kind of what you were saying, the financials and all that. It's a really I can see messy case. Like a very messy one.
0: It it, it seems very, very messy. (laughs) In
1: that case, I'm afraid to even ask if someone needs help because it just seems like it's so messy.
0: It seems like there's a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of different aspects to it. Now, who is – do you have any indication of like who's giving you these clues? Like is it the mom? Her name is Margaret or would it be the son, Paul, who's coming through?
1: It's the younger. It's the – like I guess Paul because it's not – yeah. Because it's just a younger, like, it's a more youthful energy. I'm, I don't think he was, like, crazy young. But I think he was, I don't know if he's, like, in his 20s or yes. I, I, I don't even know. But he seems like. Yes,
0: he's in his 20s. And, yeah. and there's a, there's something with him, too. He was, you know, before his death, he was awaiting trial in a connection to oh a 2019 boat crash that left a 19-year-old woman dead.
1: Oh, my God. This family is bizarre. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I just like he's the one basically saying to me like or just showing to me like very vaguely because like it's like like I said, it's hard to tap in. But there's so many different angles to this that it's a really messy situation like like the murder is like obviously horrific, but there's so many different things like corruption and things that go into it.
0: Yes, you are correct. Well, maybe if you come back for a third time, yes, we could, we could <laughs> dive deeper into that. Yeah. and you know, I want to thank everyone on Twitter for um, giving us these suggestions because yes, thank you. Um, you know, they they were I I received so many, so many, so many different responses. It's crazy. So cool. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. I really um, appreciate that. But tell everyone how they could find you. Can they book private readings? Like, or, or are you just so busy?
1: Um you can definitely send an email and we i I have a wait list right now and we pick um people at random like we're trying to like make it fair but um yeah if you just send an email we're gonna try and, and get everyone in it's just very hard right now with every with like all the high volume stuff
0: okay great um and are you still having issues? with people trying to like impersonate your account or I mean yeah. obviously I'll tag you so people will know the right account. Thank
1: you. Um yeah I am. I just found out on like TikTok that there's like over thirty two fake accounts of me. Okay. And, and same with like Instagram too. It's like absolutely insane.
0: Okay. Well um I'm gonna tag Jonathan, the correct Jonathan. So thank you. You guys can find him, <laughs> thank find you him so much. through my account. And thank you so much for being here and for giving us your time and also offering your services like that's so generous of you to um the cases that we've discussed today i'll yeah. make sure um to let you know my audience know in case anyone knows any family members yeah. that are um, connected to these cases so i really want to thank you for your generosity and your time and thanks for listening guys that's it for today thanks so much for listening to do you new episodes will air every thursday This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at moi.